This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by Gamefly. What's happening, friends? Welcome to the 318th edition of Unlocked. It is the world's number one Xbox show for October already. October 18th, the heart of the Q4 season. Uh, but the news is uh, much goes much deeper than that this week. Coming up on this week's edition of Unlocked, we're going to be sort of digging into the big EA news this week. You may have heard about it. Visceral getting shut down, Amy Hennig's Star Wars project being uh, redistributed and reshaped, as it were. So there's a lot to chew on there. Plus, the Master Chief collection is back. He thought it was kind of all done, nail in the coffin, no more updates. Well, 343 is going to continue work on it, so we'll talk more about that. Plus, uh, everything coming out this week in the Marketplace Report and more. So if you enjoyed the podcast, remember, we've got a YouTube channel now with uh, not only every episode of the show, but... Some unlocked plays where we sit down with the both new and classic Xbox games. Check that out at youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Legary. Hey, everybody. He of the uh, trivia obsession. I, I really to want to there. Win. Really we'll, want to win. We'll, we'll see how the end of the show goes with I the trivia question this, this week. week. I haven't yeah. even looked at the question yet. We'll see. That's how Marty's confident Marty is. That's how yeah. confident I am. Yeah. <laughs> playing it pure. Yep. <laughs> Marty Sleeve on He doesn't the even end. need to hear the question. He'll tell you the answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably D. Who and knows? I'm uh, very pleased to also be joined this week by Damon Hatfield. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm glad to have you here. Always a pleasure. Yes, indeed. So, uh, by the way, you'll notice we got cool, cool guys wear black. We got the Johnny Cash thing going. And then what, what, you've, what happened? You didn't get the memo, Destin? About the ironing? <laughs> I, I yeah. ironed my shirt today. Well, not, yeah. now that you bring it up. Yeah. I do like that shirt, though, Destin. It is. That's a good it's one. Nice shirt. Yeah. See, this is why you should watch the show, because and I like, you can see his like shirt. Marty's jacket, We got too. good jackets, too. No dog this week, but... No dog. You know. Yeah, there was a nice dog last week. What can you do? Uh, let's get right into it, guys, and that is the visceral situation. If you have not heard, <clears throat> EA has decided to close visceral games. Uh, they of Dead Space, the Dead Space franchise. They also did uh, Battlefield Hardline and had been working on the uh, publicly untitled Star Wars project that was going to be in the vein of Uncharted, led by Amy Hennig, mm-hmm. who, of course, uh, worked on Uncharted, wrote it. So uh, here's the thing, though. The game, this isn't just your any, well, it's not a cancellation, number one, and it's not your average <laughs> studio closure or reshuffling. This is, this is a very sort of multi-layered, bizarre scenario. Uh, so... The game will no longer be a linear single-player action-adventure game anymore. Uh, Amy Hennig is may- almost certainly not going to work on it, but p- maybe not even going to be at EA. EA following up a, f- a, quest- a request for IGN comment and telling us we've, uh, it, we're in discussions with Amy about her next move. So her future seems to be publicly up in the air here. And the game is pushed out of the release, the vague release date of fiscal ni- 2019 that it had. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Damon, if you would be so kind as to stand in for Patrick Soderlund here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Post, put a blog post up, which I've <clears throat> got an excerpt here. This, this is EA's uh, very interesting explanation for this. Yeah, you want me to read this whole thing? Please. All right, stick with me. This is uh, this, this, <laughs> it's this a, long. It's a hot chunk. On page, all right. Uh, this is Patrick Sutherland. Our Visceral Studio has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based, linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy 
enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot the design. We will maintain the stunning visuals, authenticity in the Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing a Star Wars story to life. Importantly, we are shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency, leaning into the capabilities of our Frostbite engine and reimagining central elements of the game to give players a Star Wars adventure of greater depth and breadth to control. I'm sorry, to explore. This move leads to a few other changes. A development team from across EA Worldwide Studios will take over development of this game, led by a team from EA Vancouver that has already been working on the project. Our Visceral Studio will be ramping down and closing, and we're in the midst of shifting as many of the team as possible to other projects and teams at EA. Lastly, while we had originally expected this game to launch late in our fiscal year 2019, we're now looking at a new time frame that we will announce in the future. Marty, can you translate this executive speak into English. We do not want to make a single-player $60 game that lasts 10 hours, and we want to make Destiny, and Amy Hennig did not want to make Destiny. Hmm. Thank you. Yep. That yeah. is exactly what this translates yeah. into. I type that into Google Translate. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you've got a future in this, Mark. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of insane. Like, this is... this. Boggles my mind. A, that they would shutter the studio because Visceral of oh, EA's man. proper Dead Space studios, is so right. good. Dead Space is incredible and Battlefield Hardline was pretty well received. Like, the fact that they're shuttering this brand that has brand recognition and then... That they EA, built up internally. They took yeah. years to build. Well, I and mean, the thing about EA Vancouver, we were all like, what did they make? And they're like, oh, they make FIFA? The sports game. They make sports some of yeah. Some of the yeah. sports games. Um, yeah, this is just... This is a ton to unpack we should point out that even before dead space this was ea redwood shores yes it was rebranded to visceral i think after the release of dead space so yeah. they actually have yeah. a much longer history than just dead space yeah um yeah this is it totally came as a surprise obviously but the more we thought about it the more it sort of just made sense in terms of where the industry is going like the we say it on the show all the time like there are so few single player triple a games now released that that just don't have some sort of multiplayer or some sort of online or some sort of you can also pay to do this (laughs) right Um, you got nintendo making those games you've got sony first party making a lot of those games you've got bethesda really uh championing those games as well what about warner brothers do we Uh, you know what i'll give warner brothers with shadow of war i mean sure uh, I mean, there is Justice and Mortal Kombat have sort of an esports, you know, tournament yeah. quality. And to they them. have They're a fighting story. games. And but they do have a great yeah. story mode. I mean, and then the Sha- Arkham games too. Yeah, yeah. But Shadow of War. Of all that stuff Shadow of War is also, you know, you can spend a lot more than sixty dollars. That's in true. Shadow of War. Yeah, but it is still it a is single, single player. player. I'll, I'll, give yeah. Yeah, I'll, give, yes. I'll give you WB. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. What about Ubisoft? Assassin's Creed Origins is still a single player. I guess Ubisoft. They've. They've got a pretty. I'll give it say they've got a pretty balanced. They do. Portfolio, I mean, right? they have their uh, yeah. their games their, of service. Yeah, they've got the the Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Six Sieges and the the Four Honors uh, and then the open world stuff, uh, the Assassin's Creeds. But they also have South the South Parks of the world and and some of the other South Parks uh, going to have story add-ons. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They announced the well, season pass this week. Yeah, it's totally we'll see if it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, definitely. Yeah, I was kind of. Uh, I don't know, surprised by this, especially because Battlefront 2 actually is promoting that they have this story campaign that they're adding on to the experience. Right. It feels like the answer would have been just to add a multiplayer component to what Henning was working on. Yeah, I mean... On paper. Think, I mean, that's yeah. like we were just talking about Shadow, had Shadow of War. There is a way to add microtransactions to that mm-hmm. that style of game and not ruin the single-player experience. I yeah, think. yeah. Now, so it's strange that they're just like, nope, kill it all. How, how I'm interpreting this... As to me, this is EA basically saying that 
selling five million copies of a of a one and done game isn't enough. I mean that isn't in twenty seventeen that doesn't pay the bills, which, which is, is which is a, a horrifying red flag for the entire AAA games industry. Mm-hmm. If that's, that's the scary. case, yeah. I mean that's if if we can't get games like that anymore because the money doesn't make sense, where are we going to get them? I almost wonder if we're going to have this whole AAA branch that makes games like this, games as a service, we'll call it, where you're constantly yeah. getting loot boxed or something else, collector's edition, that's an additional revenue stream. And then like the indie scene is just going to be like, hey, I made this game, and that that industry will be built up a little bit more. Maybe we're already seeing that, and mm-hmm. we don't even quite realize it with mm-hmm. the, the witnesses and the fire watches mm-hmm. of the yeah. world kind of, sort of coming in to fill that yeah. single player, no online hooks at all mm-hmm. kind of yeah. gap. I mean, that's the thing, though, is like we talk about this a lot is that games are cheaper now than ever. Games are $60. Like when yeah. I was a kid, Super Nintendo games and Sega Genesis games, I spent like $85, $90 on some of them. Um, and the fact is, if you don't have other means to add on to that $60, whether it be season passes or whether it be microtransactions, like unless you are GTA, which GTA obviously does have a ton of G- in online, but yeah. unless you are a game that will sell that much, then you aren't going to be able to afford to keep the lights on. Which is just a, a sad reality of, of how expensive AAA games are to make now. Yeah, it makes me nervous for a game like Lawbreakers, Cliff Wazinski's new title that had like 10 concurrence, like <laughs> very, very low concurrent numbers. And like that I, makes me on nervous. PC, we, we don't, to be fair, mm-hmm. the PS4 numbers aren't public. It could be doing fine over there, but certainly mm-hmm. but your, you your s- point's taken nevertheless. You see somebody like that take a chance and then it doesn't go well, it, it's dangerous. It is. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, this doesn't necessarily mean that that they're going to turn this into Destiny Star Wars edition, but it also doesn't mean they're not going to do yeah. that. Because EA, they already have Anthem in the yeah. works it's at, just uh, at Bioware. Anthem. That's an IP Looks they own. Fantastic. They don't have to license that from Lucasfilm. Um, I, who, the one thing I keep coming back to is there were a lot of hot takes on the internet yesterday. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I'm glad we kind of got to sleep on this before coming to, to sit down on the show. And this, Damon, I'm glad you could be here for this. Who is to blame for this? Um, and I, I think it's a shared blame. I don't think there is any one entity or person to point the finger at. Patrick. You know, is no, it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, solve that oh, one. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see you next week, guys. That was so easy. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> but it, EA, uh, Visceral themselves, and the other one that I know I'm going to get angry tweets about, are gamers partially to blame for this as well? Are we, are we part of the problem here? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, certainly the internet will, the, the internet's, uh, gut reaction will be against EA. Right. Uh, and this certainly doesn't help the, uh, uh, what is it? The story that EA is the worst company in America. Oh, yeah. Their, their slogan is for You're the back. Players. I know. Yeah. We're back everybody. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, there could have been, who knows what was happening behind the scenes. Yeah. This game had been in development at least four and a half years and we had seen virtually nothing yep. of it. So we, you know, in hindsight, we probably should have uh, known that something was wrong. Maybe the game, you know, wasn't coming together. Maybe it just wasn't fun. Maybe it was like generic. Maybe, there could have been any sort of problems happening on the game. But what's interesting to me is that their messaging about it was just that it was turning into a, <laughs> a linear yeah. single player experience. Like that's well, what they chose yeah. to yeah. communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? That's, there's no problem with it. You didn't list any negatives. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the keywords to me in, in, the, in the Patrick Soderlund statement that you uh, so beautifully read were when he th- – th- this is the corporate speak that I keyed right in on where he says he was, uh, we've been testing the game concept. In other words, hey, players, hey, 
teenage youths. Well, yeah. <laughs> well you play a, 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 you know, yes, thanks, Steve Buscemi. Um, <laughs> listening to feedback about what and how they want to play. And close, Where's my Halloween mask? And closely <laughs> tracking <laughs> fundamental shifts in the marketplace. In other words... What do the what do the kids want? Yeah, and that's where that's where I look at like are we part of the problem? We collectively as gamers, not literally we at this table, except Dustin. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't <laughs> want to say part of the problem. I don't want to say Fair. gamers are the problem. No, but I think they're probably just looking at the success of Destiny and yep. other games and services at Overwatch and like yeah, all all these games Ubisoft's had with Battle Six. Too. They're looking yeah yeah. I guess the the counter I would have is Sony's selling on a single platform. Sony's selling millions of copies. Of Horizon Zero Dawn, a game that okay, it is open world. I'll, get, I'll mm-hmm. give it that. It's but there's and there there's an expansion pack coming that's not out yeah. yet. But without that, the game as it launched earlier this year has sold millions of copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony's got uh, stuff like Detroit Become Human in the pipeline, Spider Man, all these all these single player driven, story driven games that don't have any of these hooks, and they've almost all been doing well for mm-hmm. sony this generation um you know microsoft's had a few but even phil has said they're kind of pivoting going forward now to a more of a games as a service mm-hmm. not yeah. that they'll not that they won't make single player games rod ferguson took took a a sort of a wink wink nudge nudge exception to my tweet on that topic last <laughs> yeah. night it's like yeah gears and halo i think have done a great they're two of the rare exceptions of AAA games that have done a great job of of offering everything Mm -hmm. including a great single player narrative driven game but it's uh i I don't know where we're going here from yeah and it's like ea is a big publisher when you look at your portfolio i would think you'd want to diversify yeah and so they have their star wars multiplayer game with battlefront they have anthem which is their destiny like games of service Uh where is their you know story driven star wars yeah like uh, why would you want to make another thing of something you already have yeah yeah, if they said like the, there was problems with the game or something like that, that would be more acceptable, I think, a I mean, little bit. But the problem is yeah. they didn't talk about any of that. They're just like it's a single player narrative, like Damon said, and we don't see an issue with that. Like we like that, and I don't really understand how the idea couldn't be changed into a game like Destiny. Destiny had a campaign that you would play through with your friends in co-op. Like if that's the experience that you want. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, like uh, yeah. stuff like Scalebound and like uh, yeah. Crackdown getting delayed, I think uh, this is a much more complicated thing. Obviously, yeah. we don't know the it always workings. Is. It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, so to take your uh, suggestion, Destin, uh, imagine taking Uncharted and turning that into Destiny, and that sounds a lot more difficult to me, right? Yeah. If they were making an Uncharted-like Star Wars game, mm-hmm. just turning it into a Destiny-like game doesn't seem that easy I mean, that easy seems like you me. have to rebuild from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but maybe a Shadow of War. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, realistic. Maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, part of it is like, I, like Damon said, like we saw like literally a gif length of this game. We yeah. showed it yeah. earlier. <laughs> if you're watching that's, the video version, it. yeah, we showed that's you the unless you blank footage. Yeah, publicly released. Um, and so, yeah, you have to imagine that this there was just something wasn't working. Yeah, like the game yeah. wasn't working. Um, that would make more sense. Yeah, and like I, I've heard for almost a year that one thing ea wants is a star wars destiny game like they want star wars destiny like they want this game that can live on for several years and that people will keep coming back to week after week for you know the same reason people come back to destiny week after week and then you'll get the sequel to that game in three years um and why that couldn't have just been a separate thing than this i don't know but eventually you have to they are looking and they're like well we're gonna 
you know, cut our I have losses. a question on that yeah. topic, Marty, because I don't disagree with you in mm-hmm. the slightest, but as I recall it, uh, I, I wish we had a fact checker just working in the back that could feed me things. I'm sure they are an IFB. Uh, <laughs> the, the EA's Star Wars licensing deal, wasn't it for 10 years? Yeah. And yeah. didn't it start a good... Because ba- so, Battlefront was the first game announced as part of that. Like, as soon as they signed the deal, they were like, we're making Battlefront. Battlefront yeah. mm-hmm. So that would have been, let's see, that was like two so, years before Battlefront. I, right? can, t- I can take everybody Please. back. In May of 2013, Andrew Goldfarb <laughs> wrote the IGN News story announcing that EA had acquired the Star Wars license okay. for 10 years, and they announced that Visceral was working on this game already. So that was well, May. That was part of the original announcement. May of 2013. Huh? And wow. uh, incidentally, that was two or three months after we wrote the news story that LucasArts was closing down and, and canceling 1313. Right. Gotcha. Mm. So this game is not coming out in 2019. No. Patrick Soderlund has already said. So no. if it's 2020, maybe even knowing, especially if yeah. they're going to increase the complexity of the game. But let's say 2021. Uh, I guess EA must really be counting on uh, their deal getting renewed with, with Lucasfilm. Yeah. If they're uh, going to be releasing this ultimately at the tail end. If it's a long tail game released at the tail end of a ten year deal, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm interested in because um, we're getting Battlefront two this year. I would imagine in two years we're going to get a Battlefront three. Yes, um, and then I wonder where that puts Respawn's game because we know Respawn is working on what we assume is a third person action. Well, and then what right about God what of War? Yeah, it's you know, a former God of War director. Yeah, yeah. What about EA Motive? And so that's. That not a Star Wars project? No, that is so. Motive is working. Motive is doing the single player campaign of Battlefront. That's yes. where Mitch is. That's okay, what he's okay. writing. That's what they've. Yeah, okay. and then Motive is also. I think Jade Raymond also announced that they are doing another non-Star Wars. I thought game. they okay. were working on the Amy Hennig game. I I could swear that they were. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how we like. Maybe it's one of those things like when you beat a Ubisoft game and every studio's credits yeah. are there. Yeah, Rockstar's the same. Yeah, thing they even say too. the same thing with uh, EA's worldwide studios with yeah. the lead being taken by right. Vancouver. So. Yeah, I would imagine everyone's sort of working on everything. To put it another way, uh, when when this game eventually comes out, we could very well be in the midst of another Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, already. I mean, totally. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's an yeah. interesting point. Yeah, this yeah. could be about like Ray and Finn's kids. Yeah, <laughs> the thing that spoilers everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the thought that occurred to me was, uh, by the time this comes out, <laughs> what if the whole you know, shared world shooter destiny yeah. style fat is over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the industry has already moved on to the next thing. I mean, we're already seeing not that that it's very much still going, but you know, the battle Royale they thing is the, hot now. They should have announced the Star Wars battle, <laughs> battle Royale. Royale. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I play that. Like a Sarlacc, like a, like a, like a yeah. I could totally get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That sounds better to me. Yeah. Oh man. Mitch do that. <laughs> Mitch, I don't think he, come on. I don't know if he could just make that. Doesn't need much writing. <laughs> it's probably an afternoon's yeah. work yeah. <laughs> hey. to write the story for a battle royale game. Fortnite did it in like a day. Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do. I I don't think that single player games are dead, as a lot of no. the sort of hot takes no. have projected. Because clearly, that that's been said for no. a while, and it's not true. We, we're still getting them in this this year alone. Uh, Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, Divinity Original Sin 2, Shadow of War, Assassin's Creed Origins, Wolfenstein 2, Super Mario Odyssey, South Park. Like just this year alone, those are all huge. You can't even, you probably can't even play all those games unless you just dedicated all your gaming time to just these games. So uh, it's not like a, it's not like the sky is falling. No, no. And also like there have been, (laughs) someone tweeted out like the, 
are single player games dying, but links to articles written for over the past ten years. Yeah, I saw it that was like too. February two thousand ten. <laughs> are single player games dying? Yeah. Um, no, this is, this announcement is a sign of the times. It's a sign of a big shift in the industry and the way games are monetized. But there are still single player games. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna before I wrap this topic up on a this this actually makes me want to revisit a, a topic that I briefly touched on last week. And Damon, now that you're here, I'll get your opinion too. Is mm-hmm. Should we, should game prices be raised to 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 maybe cut some of this? You know, maybe this game if if game prices were eighty dollars, maybe this game can get made as it was. Mm-hmm. If it meant uh, getting the full game with no uh, microtransactions, uh, no season pass, I would happily pay seventy five dollars, maybe eighty dollars yeah. for a game. Mm-hmm. However. <laughs> You will not get a, a faster and stronger backlash from gamers than suggesting that they maybe pay more for games. Yeah. They will not even entertain the idea. But what's weird is in 2005, everyone decided that new consoles were coming starting with the 360. Yeah. They all cl- had the meet heads of the five families meeting at, you know, <laughs> at, yeah. at, at uh, Corleone's house, yeah. and, uh, which I guess would be Bobby Kotick. Yeah, the Michael <laughs> Corleone. Jesus, the Michael Corleone of the games industry. No. <laughs> well, that's not great. <laughs> but uh, that no, it just happened. Like between no. the PS2 and original Xbox generation to the 360 PS3 generation, game prices went up ten bucks. Yeah, like the, the the there was a there was a dumb term that I coined that didn't catch on. I'm still mad about it. Called hawkware. That it what? was. was <laughs> hang on, hang on for a second. Walk with me. On Hold this. on, everybody. There were. Some 360 launch games mm-hmm. that were uh, also they were games that were cross platform. They yep. were on original Xbox and mm-hmm. uh, the the new 360. Gun, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, there might have been one we're or now, two more. The, that now, became a tad okay, later, yeah. but yes. Yeah. What about but Peter were Jackson's they, King Kong? Is that what yeah, King Kong. Yeah. Did it again. Where they were, was. It was literally the same game. Mm-hmm. Same game, but in file save as 720p resolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was ten dollars more, yeah. and I called those games hawkware. Well, but I don't get the, hawk. the bird. Yeah, what's the <laughs> well, hawk? like in, you know, shovelware or shareware? Yeah, but uh, Tony named for Tony Hawk. Oh, Hawk. Oh, gotcha. The now, now, now I understand. Now I understand. You know, I'm somehow I'm Facebook friends with Tony Hawk, and I don't know how. You're Facebook friends with the <laughs> Tony Hawk, with actual wow. Tony Hawk, and he'll like who post friended like, who? I don't remember. <laughs> like, I don't. Why would I have done that? <laughs> but I've never met him. Like, I enjoy Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three, but I am certainly not a skateboarding fan. He's three, a every once in a while, it'll just be like, at my here's my birthday party, and I'm like, what? Tony Hawk Three or Two? I'm a three guy. That was the one where Darth Maul was I'm, in it. I think I'm more of a two, two guy, but I like yeah, three two, also. Yeah. The original. Wow. I mean, yeah, those first three, man. Remember Tony Hawk 5? Underground. My, one of my the original first or ever, underground. One of the first ever behind closed doors demos I had. Like, I guess it was either my first or second E3 in the industry. I was seeing whatever that year's Tony Hawk game was in, mm-hmm. the, in the, little, the little cramped meeting room in the booth. Yeah. Tony Tony gave the demo himself. Like, he he was not got, just a figure. You could have got in that friends list. I know. I should have... Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if I was on Facebook at that point. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, Dan Stapleton, our reviews editor, put out a tweet yesterday where he used went to some tool online, and uh, I, I guess with inflation, sixty dollars in uh, two thousand five, I think was the, yeah. the year he used in two thousand five. Money is seventy five dollars today. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the replies to his tweet, you'll see a very simple demonstration <laughs> of what yeah. I was describing. Well, that's. Uh, Social media didn't. I guess maybe that's the difference. 
is in 2005 when the heads of the five families raised game prices by 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you could, there was really there was no Twitter. You couldn't dox them. No Twitter. Twitter's the problem. <laughs> With a lot of things, honestly, Twitter is the problem. <laughs> being real. So. Hello there. Would you like to save money and play more video games? Well, let me introduce you to our sponsor, Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games. At Gamefly.com, you pick your favorite games and have them mailed directly to your door or mailbox. Gamefly is the leading video game rental service with over 9,000 titles to choose from. You can try your favorite games before you buy and keep the games as long as you want with no late fees. So if you're stuck on a boss fight or having a really good time, it's not a big deal. You can cancel at any time, and they also offer movie rentals too. Go to Gamefly.com locked and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer, again, by visiting Gamefly.com slash locked. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days right now. Very, very sad for what was hopefully going to be a good game. But yeah. for all we know, yeah. maybe it was problematic and maybe it wasn't working. Yeah. But, uh, still, you, you were making the point before we got on the air, Marty, as we before we moved to the next topic is... Amy Hennig uh, yeah. has had a, she, a, so a has bit of a rough go, as yeah. far, like sort of a, as far as outputting games. Has not shipped a game since Uncharted Three? Yeah, and so she was. Yeah, she was co-writing Uncharted Four, and then uh, obviously there was the whole drama with her departure from Naughty Dog. Yeah, and so that we know uh, that that the Uncharted Four that came out amazing game but that was not her on uncharted that, that was neil mm-hmm. and bruce's uncharted whereas and then same thing with this game you know whatever this game turns out to be will not be her star wars game so for the past six years of her career to, to you know have both of the projects she was working on sort of taken away from her is uh, pretty wild i mean assuming they don't bring her over to a vancouver which uh, i mean sounds I, like it's still a possibility but i doubt I, it i my pure guess would be that they're sort of respectfully giving her the option of like, hey, do you want to stay on and try and figure something else out or do you want to, you know, walk away on your terms? Yeah. Yeah. A few people tweeted at me and I I can't necessarily disagree outside of the whole thing that where Phil Spencer was like, yeah, we're kind of moving towards the games as a service thing. People were like, oh, Phil should pick up the phone and just, you know, hire, give her a studio and spin up a new first party thing. I mean, that's it's a so idea. easy. <laughs> That's a great idea if, you Just know. Just find $100 million and do it. <laughs> yeah. He should absolutely pick up the phone if she ends up a free yeah. agent. I mean, there's you'd be foolish not to. Mm-hmm. Anybody would be foolish not to pick up the phone yeah. to, to Amy Hennig's uh, representation and see yeah. what, what, you know, she's one of the most talented writers and directors in the, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Do you think she'll go back to Legacy of Kane? I hope so. I love that series. <laughs> I, think, I was going to make the reference if you weren't. I think a lot of people would be excited <laughs> yeah. for a new Legacy of Kane something yeah. or other. I was just wanting to play now. all those games again. Yeah. Such a good series. All right. Uh, Marty. Yeah. More, not a great week for EA. No. Yeah. Really. In, yeah. in, the, in the messaging <clears throat> publicity department. Yeah. The long, long time Bioware veteran, uh, the writer over there, one of the writers, uh, Mike Laidlaw has departed. He was also... Uh, design lead as well veteran bioware game designer and senior game director mike laidlaw left his position with the company laidlaw made the public announcement on his personal twitter account saying quote it's time for me to move on been there for 14 years chipped in on mass effect but really i think was uh, mostly on dragon age yeah Hmm. he started on jade empire sounds right Mm -hmm. if it was 14 Um, years ago yeah. yeah um yeah there's been man bioware's had a year and they locked aaron flint yeah, yeah, um, but they Casey got back. back. Casey. Yeah, Casey. They got Casey <laughs> run the back. Studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Laidlaw didn't say where he's going. 
nope. what he's doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, neither did Aaron Flynn. I think it was one of those, you know, we're going to take some time and think about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine that after a thing like uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, there's just a like, all right, let's hit the brakes. We need to rethink everything and obviously anthem had a really awesome first showing extremely at, strong yeah. e3 that being said that was your game of the show though. oh yeah it looks fantastic i can't yeah. wait to play more or see more i haven't played it i meant to say see more if it gets canceled next year oh my i don't God. want it to Stop. i didn't Why say, would you say that? i don't know because i'm a pessimist <laughs> it, it looks pretty far along i mean if that was live gameplay i don't think that game's far along or i don't think it was live gameplay either <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looked cool i Thought it looked awesome, but I think we'll possibly be paying, playing that in 2019. That's probably a fair assertion. I like we could start just listing the games that are going to be like Xbox Two games and PS5. Also, what's the next Xbox to be called? I don't like this. <laughs> are they just going to call it the Xbox Two? What are they going to do? That's a stupid didn't name. We, for didn't we figure Xbox out last week? One, the, two. Y, the Y, right? So you have the Xbox the, Y, yeah, the, the <laughs> Xbox Y, the, the S, the X, and the Y. It's, it's sexy. <laughs> They're just going to call it the Xbox. <laughs> I thought we I thought we were done with this. Man, they really that Tesla naming convention. They really should have just called the 360 the Xbox Two. They'll just go back to Xbox, Marty. I don't. This what is <laughs> what? This is gonna. This is a problem for us to deal with like two years. From now. Super That's, Xbox. One. I'm a big fan of Super <laughs> Xbox. Cute. Yeah, I get down with that. Yeah. yeah, trying to bring back the Super. Yeah, nomenclature. Yeah, I really do think the successor to the Switch will be the Super Switch. I mean, I oh man, that's that. cool sounding. Super Switch. <laughs> right? Who who wouldn't buy that? Now you're switching they didn't with vote. power. <laughs> when, when they snap, will it have a sound effect? Does that mean we have the Super Switch 64? Red, Reggie just erupts in flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too much. <laughs> oh, the sulfur. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. Another, I, I guess... Bioware is they're they're turning over sort of generationally is in that development town. I'm sure there's still plenty of people that have been there for a long time, but they're you know they're key top leads have. Uh, what well, have they, they, well, well, they just made Anthem a Star Wars game? Oh. Do that. Leave Anthem alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Bioware news actually made me uh, think of a, another uh, uh, another element that might have influenced EA's decision yeah. uh, with this Star Wars game is that EA in particular has been struggling with its single player experiences. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda earlier this year, mm-hmm. Titanfall 2 was really good but was a disappointment by EA standards. Well, First that's day. their own damn fault well, for releasing I'm saying, it when they did. I'm yeah. saying it was another instance of a yeah. single player was, experience that, that was the, one of the best single player campaigns. It was. Mm-hmm. Period. And then yeah. Mirror's Edge Catalyst last year yeah. also was oh, kind of a stumble. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's bringing up When you look wound. at EA's recent single player games, like they've been struggling to find their hit there fair counterpoint i'm gonna Mm. gonna come to their defense a little bit uh the single player story modes in madden and fifa oh yeah awesome yeah those are like so that's like really good yeah (laughs) so that's the great irony (laughs) that's what amy could work games are getting single player modes now yeah and the traditional games are not are cutting the single player modes out 2017. What a weird. time to be alive. 2017 is weird, guys. <laughs> yes. I don't like That's it. It's true. Opposite year. Opposite year. Please let this be opposite year. <laughs> hey, Everything did Mario Odyssey arrive yet? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, this next one, boy, this is... You talk about a... It's like a... There's a is there a necromancer in the, in the room to, to raise this one from the dead? But in, it's so great. Some major Halo updates on the way. Highlighted by the Master Chief Collection getting a new update in the spring. Or at least early, I think it's early 2018 sometime they said. So uh, I'll run through them here. Halo 5, Oddball coming back. How the hell was it ever not yeah. there? Love Oddball so much. <laughs> uh, 
But Halo 5 getting the 4K update, which they'd previously mentioned, that's nice. coming for Xbox One X. Halo Wars 2 is getting crossplay between Xbox and PC. That's great. And arena support, so users can set up their own tournaments. Mm-hmm. That'll be great really user. interesting. Do you think you have an advantage on keyboard and mouse versus controller? Uh, in if a you game? were in yeah. a head-to-head game, yeah. yes. I mean, if yeah, you're yeah, probably, co-op, so yeah, what? Like, but, make your groups faster and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be the really controller works, but in, a, in an RT, it's the same thing with a shooter. shooter it's, yeah. no, it's no comparison. Did keyboard and mouse support ever come for Xbox One? It's been promised, it's been promised for a People long time. Do I don't think it's... I know. A lot of Destiny open. players actually play on keyboard and mouse on Xbox, specifically. There's a tool you can buy. A tool. But official but support. Phil has also been promised on an actual... Up, it's going to be an actual update that will allow it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, check. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like furthering else. just like melding the line between uh, yeah. PC and Xbox, which is obviously something Microsoft's been trying to do for quite a while. Yeah. What's happening? What are you doing? I'm Googling. Oh. To see if I don't want to be looking. Live, like, live Googling. I was like, oh, I thought you just like forgot that like we were no. doing the show and all of a sudden you just started texting people. Master oh, yeah. Hey, hang on. Bunch of cool updates. I'm blowing up over here. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah. Confirms they will get it in September. First games with keyboard and mouse support coming soon, September. So I don't I think it's know. out yet. Yeah. I don't think so either. Yeah. Sounds like it's close, yeah. but not yet. Uh, PUBG, first game. Maybe. Launches with keyboard and mouse support on Wouldn't Xbox. surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't I surprise me. It's going to be weird playing that game on controller. On December 31st, <laughs> 2017. When it, yeah. When it, <laughs> that's your, is that your guess? <laughs> that's, pretty, that's about where I'm at now. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, why not? Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, then we get to the Master Chief Collection. It is getting Xbox One X enhancements, which is fantastic. Um, I might have to play Halo 2 Anniversary again. It looked really the anniversary treatment they gave to it was yeah. real was was definitely the highlight of uh, of that package to me both on the the campaign and the multiplayer side too the the six maps that certain affinity just redid in a totally you know with the, all the Halo two feels but with the just modern paint job looked mm-hmm. amazing and uh, as well as quote fixes improvements and upgrades to the core game to help bring it forward and modernize many of the game systems to take advantage of Xbox platform advancements since its original launch. While we're incredibly excited by this opportunity to go back under the hood with MCC, it's not going to be easy, nor is it going to happen overnight, says 343. To help facilitate this process, we're planning to roll out a public flighting program for MCC to allow iterative patches and updates while testing in the wild at larger scale. Right now, we're targeting this kickoff next spring. Okay, I was right. And when the time comes, we'll need the support of our community to help test and provide feedback at large scale as we work to update and improve Master Chief Collection. We'll share additional details and timing as plans are locked. Yes. This this game should be in every... It, it should be working perfectly, and I know it's come a long way, but it it needs to work right because then everybody could and should own it. Yeah, it's just such a great, I you know, on paper there's it's the perfect thing. Yeah, but uh, you know it, and it's it's come such a long way that I, I even think that we were talking about uh, online people having a mm-hmm. having a, a loud voice mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. always necessarily grounded in. Reality. The reality. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the reality is Master Chief Collection mostly works. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. It's but that but Especially the, today. But, yeah. it, and, but it is fair that the the stink that got hung on it when it came out stuck. Yeah, it's a real disgusting analogy, but yeah, just yeah, had to go with like stuck. a real physical stuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, 
Uh, yeah, I, I just I thought we we hadn't heard anything about Master Chief Collection in so long. I thought for sure the nail was in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, we were like, well, they just they moved on. They've got other Halo games to make, but uh, but here we go. They're cracking it open again, and uh, and going to hopefully make it even better. I'm kind of surprised that it's not going to update anything with the Xbox One X. Yeah, kind of surprised it's next spring. So I think I I think I can read into this and, and explain that a little bit. This is, I don't I'm not for sure here, but uh, notice, Marty, that they mentioned. Uh, let me find it here. Ah, uh, bring it forward and modernize many of the game systems to take advantage of Xbox platform advancements since its original launch. I think what might have happened, the the, the OS, they've gone to Windows 10 mm-hmm. and they've made a lot of changes under the hood to the OS. Hmm. I'm guessing those sort of underlying system of, uh, things allow them to probably go in and change some stuff in the code more easily without gotcha. destroying everything else yeah, yeah. in the process. So that would be my guess is Check they probably out. were waiting on the system update yeah. to then, you know, otherwise I'm sure they would have loved to have had it sure. done Indeed. for November 7th. Mm-hmm. But yay, I would love to have a good excuse to go back into the Master Chief Collection. And uh, nothing official here, but this just popped this morning, actually, before we before we hopped on the air. I would like this a lot. Yeah, this... You could, you know, people will say, "Oh, it's got to be fake." But this—it's this image. There's an image that's still on the Xbox server. It is—it is, you know, unless some, I guess, can hackers upload things? I don't know. But uh, there's a, an image on the Xbox.com website. It's not a forward-facing thing, but it's there if you have the URL. Uh, and I checked it right before we came on the air. It was still there. It is box art for Master Chief Collection. That it is. It is a like a cross by it says on top full game for both Xbox one and windows 10 PC. <laughs> so it looks like the master chief collection may be finally getting a, a PC release, yeah. which that'd be cool. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, uh, that'd be super cool. I would love to see play that game with keyboard and mouse specifically. Yeah. That'd be really, really fun. Yeah. I'm playing more and more on PC these days just because like, uh, the games just look a little bit better. And yeah, I mean, hey, I, ha- I just built a new rig. Right, so well, like, that's that's what yeah. you do it. You get yeah, I'm 60, like, ooh, yeah. wow, this looks really good. It runs 60 so frames plus all the time <laughs> yeah. if you've got a yeah. powerful enough machine. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would guess if this, presuming this is true, I would suspect that Windows release will come with that spring update with the 4K mm-hmm. stuff and the you know the X enhancements. It seem like it makes makes the most mm-hmm. sense why there's an image of it buried on the xbox.com server now <laughs> if it's not coming out for a little while trying to be google odd. google the but, image. Uh, there you go so keep if you're if you've been holding out hope that the master chief collection might finally come to pc you've got some some uh, fuel on the fire here all right let's go to the marketplace report damon great to have you Let's uh, put that sultry voice to good use. Here we go. What can uh, we spend our money on this week? Uh, it's that time of year. For those that like physical copies of games, out in retail, the South Park, or South Park, the Fractured Butthole <laughs> is in stores this week. I am in possession of it, but I haven't started it yet. Um, I still put a lot of time into it so yeah. far. I like it a lot. I'm, I'm yeah, really yeah, excited. Yeah, good. Yeah. Excited to jump into that. Also, is WWE 2K18. Wrestle Festival. This week. Those are the two big retail releases this week. Mm-hmm. Or uh, on IGN. 
in the uh, digital marketplace, the fall update for the Xbox One dashboard is out. With the update, players can now personalize their home screen by customizing what they see when they boot up their console. With the addition of blocks, players can add a friend, game, or etc. to their home screen, which can then be moved or discarded at will. The update to home also allows you to have up to 40 pins and adds dark, light, and high contrast theme options. I found it smoother also. Yeah? It seemed to run a little bit better. It, yeah. yeah. yeah I was very happy good. about that. We've, I've talked about it a lot on the show, how it's a little chuggy for me. So yeah. this is nice. Cool. It's gotten faster and faster mm-hmm. with every update. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, being able to put things where you want, I mean, that's great. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it's exactly what it should be. Uh, is it also true? Can't you now sort your friends list by games they're playing? Ooh. I think that's an, like that was included so. in the update, that's, too. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which, yeah. That, yeah, it's a pretty cool feature. Uh, and then out in the uh, digital marketplace this week, Dungeons 3, which I hear good things about. What, it's just called Dungeons? Dungeons 3. Was there dun- was there just a game called Dungeons? There's the Dungeons. Is Dungeons there Dungeons Two? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Dungeons it appears 3. to be a Diablo esque, like sort of a you know uh, dungeon crawler out. action RPG. And Marty's favorite. I game, don't want to talk about this game. Rogue Trooper Redux. <laughs> we talked about this first off. We talked about this game for like ten minutes and beyond, and I was just angry. Ah. And I think Max and Brian were doing it on purpose. Of and course. then they're going to talk about NVC. This is a seventeen-year-old game. This is a completely is really seven, forgettable game. That no, one, no one asked for this. No one this wanted is the classic this. like Deus Ex. I didn't ask for this. It's based off I, like some image comic or I, something that no one's I'm ever happy read. It's back, it's my favorite game. It's not your favorite game. No one knows this game. And I saw it. Brian was playing it. It's just this ugly blue man. That's what it's oh, like, I can talk I've to never, Brian about it. I've never played this game. I just no, know it as the game with the ugly blue man Look, yeah, on the box. Yes, it's a hundred percent. It's just like just terrible Dr. Manhattan. I'm like, yep. why? Why? We've had to talk about this game several times this week. Uh, and a, why is it out in, uh, in the heart of October? I, of all, of all I hope they make a sequel. Here you go. <laughs> this is the Redux. That's a budget price title for $25. Uh, also out is a horror game, DK Decay, The Mayor, for $10. <laughs> yep. Yeah, was that, what's the spell on a horse? Yeah, who knows? Find out if you're <laughs> right. a horse. If you around. dare. Uh, also out this week is Realms of Arcania, Blood, Blade of Destiny. <laughs> that game is apparently not good at all. It has an 18 on Metacritic. Ooh, so wow. proceed with caution wow. in that $40 game. Let me be honest. Uh, you know more about the games every week than we do. Because usually I just make fun of the names. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. sort of our thing. Yeah. Wow. I looked him up on Metacritic. We appreciate it. Uh, what about over Marketplace side? Are games with Gold? Yeah, the October Games with Gold are out. Uh, they include Gone Home, the console edition. Uh, I don't think that game needs much ex- explanation. No, it's a very it's free. Play it. The less you know, too, the better. That's actually yeah. true. Uh, real quick, I'll take this opportunity. Steve Gaynor, one of the co-creators mm-hmm. of Gone Home, is my IGN Unfiltered guest for the month oh, of cool. October. The episode just published this week. Uh, we had a Amazing conversation. I learned a lot about Steve. I, like I know Steve a little bit, but I learned a whole lot from interviewing about him about his entire career. Did he, did he talk to you about doing QA on Daxter? Yeah, yeah, that was his first yeah. time in the industry. Uh, and he he was really into uh, fear. That yeah, he did PC fear first. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did homebrew. Like he just worked on stuff at, uh, and on his spare time, and ended up getting hired to make a fear uh, to work on the fear expansion pack. Mm-hmm. And then from there to 2K Marin and uh, Bioshock Two and and Infinite, and then uh, of course. Uh, at uh, opening Fulbright. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in, if you want to get into the games industry, this this might be the one, like I, you should watch all the unfiltered for that kind of stuff. But this one, you can really sort of see Steve's path uh, of how he started from from zero and made it to, you know, the head of his own studio. So check it out. 
Yeah, Gone Home is available available for download all month long. And then uh, what just went live is the touring test, available from October 16th to November 15th. Yep. Uh, Marty, what's the touring test? It's a, uh, it's a really good f- – well, it's a good first-person uh, – narrative-based puzzle game it's sort of like portal like very much you're interacting with this ai and solving like room-based puzzles uh not as good as portal because portal's one of the best games ever but for free it's definitely worth playing totally mm-hmm. uh and also uh well i guess you missed it if you didn't download it already uh, rayman 3 hd was available Rip. from the first to the 15th hopefully you picked that one up yeah uh and then finally this one's a little random in the back half of the month yeah. <laughs> medal of honor airborne from 2007 is uh is available a game ign gave a 7.9 I think yeah, seven nine like it. I gave it a. Wait. I feel like I gave it a seven. My memory says it was a seven seven for all exam. Um, so I think I was right there. Yeah, with you was that the, the last Medal of Honor before they sort of moved up into more modern? I think that times? was before Warfighter. Was that it? Yeah, that was the modern one where you yep. played like, yeah. the, the hillbilly. Yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, this was done out of EALA. Uh, they had a team down in Los Angeles. See, yeah. EA giveth and taketh. They taketh. Amy Hennig's game, but giveth. <laughs> Medal of Honor Airborne. <laughs> well, I was, I was telling the guys at the beginning of the month what, what I remember most uh, about this game, period, and remember it fondly uh, from reviewing it is the, in, with the multiplayer, you'd parachute in. And you could, yeah. you could basically like guide yourself yeah. anywhere to, to a rooftop, to uh, meet up with some buddies behind enemy lines, but you could totally just get shot down. It, was, it added a pretty neat element to the yeah. multiplayer. They were doing it long before PUBG. Yes. Indeed. Yep. <laughs> All right, Destin. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. It's your time of the show now. Mm-hmm. Unlock Block Trivia. Here we go. So Adrian Glover is the kind, awesome, unlocked fan that sent in a question this week. His gamer tag is Twiggy, if you would like to be friends with Adrian on Xbox Live. He says, Ooh. morning. I have a trivia question to submit, which I hope stumps Marty. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> Team Destin. It's rude. I'm Adrian's right. great. <laughs> and it is this. Twiggy. And by the way, Marty is up four points. I know. 16 to 12 right I now. This one. With uh, poor Alana, who's uh, back in good health, but, but just stuck with a, on a big review this week. So she couldn't be here. She's uh, almost out of contention now with, uh, at this, this point in the game at, at 10. So she's six points behind Marty. Almost a two-person two race, but here we go. So Marty's great at these trivia games. Man. Whew. It's almost like he does this at a bar <laughs> yeah. every Thursday. <laughs> Marty? Yes. Here we go. Uh, Mass Effect was released, as I'm sure Destin remembers, on November 20th, 2007. Its 10-year anniversary is about a month away. He's got that smirk. He's got that look in his eye mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> what other game series launched on that day? We're talk, we talk about October 27th of this year being an enormous day and not just gaming, but pop culture. November 20th, kind of a big deal in 2007 as well. So did a, the Assassin's Creed franchise launch on that day? Bioshock, Rock Band, or Burnout Paradise? I'm going to go... Wait, so who, you think you know it, Dustin? I think I know it. All right, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Damon's Way first. All right, I think, thought here, Damon? Yeah, I think you can uh, discount two of these options already. I, okay. I know, I mean, sorry, I'm helping if I'm helping anyone. <laughs> I, I know help Marty. I know Bioshock was not released because in November. We, in just, we had the 10th anniversary party at November. <laughs> <laughs> you can throw out Bioshock. Uh, and I don't think Burnout Paradise was a series. I don't think there was ever Paradise 2, so Ooh. throw Ooh. that one out. Which, Living in a burnout paradise. Yeah, which, I don't know, it's tough between Assassin's Creed or Rock Band, but uh, in no- November 20th, 
<sighs> I'd have to. I guess. I, I guess I'd go with Assassin's Creed. Okay, Marty. Do you go with Dustin? Go with Dustin? Right. <laughs> no, I know it. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it too because I'm planning all of our 10th anniversary features with Chloe for next month. And we were like, oh, crazy. These two games come out, came out on the same day. We had that conversation. Like, well, now, right, I, well, now I feel less confident. <laughs> Wait, why? Just because I know it? Because you know it for sure. I think I know it because this is when I started like making videos in 2007. And two of the series that came out, well... Assassin's Creed and Rock Band and Mass Effect all came out really close to each other. I was going to do a review for Mass Effect. Turned out that game is really long. Uh, so I did one for Rock Band instead, and I think mm-hmm. it's Rock Band. Marty? You're correct. You are both correct. Yeah. Well go. done, gentlemen. Nicely done. Uh, this is not ha- Look at how angry he is. I really wanted to get ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so- I totally wouldn't. Had I not been planning for those features i totally wouldn't have thanks no. a lot ign <laughs> uh, i'd like to go on record i had no idea that marty i don't know what marty does so <laughs> there was nothing fixed about this question uh, I I also, ac came out uh, late october a little, a little yeah. before it because i yeah. made a month mm. it was the first montage i ever made was assassin's creed i loved the first game yeah. how you could just like switch weapons on the fly and he would do different animations mm-hmm. depending on how you took people down mm-hmm. you touch people's shoulders when you walk by that's that's should, uh, yeah. assassin's creed is usually a, an october game yeah, yeah we uh most people love a, two more but we had a term at oxm for assassin's creed when it came out it was the sts shoulder touching simulator <laughs> that was its genre yeah. great at touching shoulders <laughs> yeah. yeah moving through the crowd yeah Remember Hitman did that too? Yeah, a lot of shoulder yeah. touching. Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. I bring that back in games. More shoulder <laughs> touching. All right. If you have a trivia question you would like to send in, and you know, whether you're hashtag Team Destin or hashtag Team Marty, I, 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 I leave need, that. I don't need anyone on my team. I thought oh. I had this one, Marty. I'm a little sad. Anyway, send your Adrian. send your Xbox trivia question to unlocked at IGN.com. Please include four multiple choice answers and note the correct one in your email let's go i think we've had enough <laughs> that's enough, <laughs> enough. i've we've reached done. the end I start, had enough. i want to start finishing every show with my name's marty and i'm done and i just walk away perfect. my name's marty and i've had enough if your last name were done d-u-n-n that would be perfect boom but i change my name it's sleeva you can change your name i think you could probably yeah some paperwork involved but i uh, think you can do that you gotta do that mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh damon we know you, of course, but in the event mm-hmm. the Unlocked folks might not necessarily know who you are, please, where can we find you? What are you working on? Uh, I also I host another IGN podcast called Game Scoop that goes up every week, and it's a more general video game podcast yes. covering everything from Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC games, indie games, retro games, everything. Get so, that 20 questions going yeah, on? Yeah, got 20 Ooh. questions on there going Game on. Scope? So, yeah. Game Scope? Yeah. Game Scope, which Marty is also very good at. I was very good at the. I don't know what happened the last episode of Game Scope. Yeah. Savant. Yeah. yeah. I think I could never be on again. I peaked. Yep. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Drop the money. Cash out. Yeah. He's done. I'm done. <laughs> Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dame Zero. Love it. Destin. Yeah. Uh, I'm heading to TwitchCon this weekend. I'm leaving yeah. tomorrow. Uh, I'm doing some coverage for IGN. Uh, I'm also going to be Where is TwitchCon this year? It's in LA at. A convention center. I can't remember which one. The Staples LA center? Convention Center. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. So it's like where E3 one. is. No. All right, we're gonna stop pressing. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. I'm yeah. just going there. Before you fly there, I'd Google it. Yeah. Look, yeah. I have it written down in my like uh, itinerary. But uh, yeah, off the top of my head. Anyway, I'm gonna be there. If you see me, say hello. I'm gonna learn how to be a big Twitch star. Yeah. Are you gonna be playing Mass Effect on the Destin channel from TwitchCon? Mass Effect. What, are, what do you play now? Uh, PUBG. I play a lot of PUBG. PUBG. Uh, 
and there's a big PUBG event there, so I might oh. actually compete in it for fun. I'll bet Mikey Barrow is going to be there if there's a PUBG event. Oh, let's event. go. He's, I've been meaning to play with that guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, I, I, I him saw up. him early this week. I was up yeah. at Microsoft for a thing that you'll see next week. Cool. He super loves that game. Like, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, it's, it's not a joke. It's really good. I can't wait for the Xbox audience to get to play it also. Yeah. A lot of people are like, are you going to play on Xbox? Yes, of course I am. I'm really excited. Well, you got that Xbox One X coming, too. Yeah. So you'll be ready to Hopefully go. Hopefully in the mail soon. Yeah. Uh, all right, and that leaves me. I'm at DMC underscore Ryan. Again, I mentioned IGN Unfiltered, which is my little pet project around here where I sit down with developers for an hour to walk through their careers because guess what? They're super interesting. Game creators are fascinating people, and it's we can learn a lot from them. Uh, so do check that out on YouTube or uh, any podcast service as well. Otherwise, I think we're done. Perfect. For Damon, Marty, and Destin, I'm Ryan. This was Unlocked 3, gosh, 318 already. Wow. And we will see everybody next week. Bye. The end. Done. Done. (laughs) Done.